Welcome back to Deeper with the Dolan Twins. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson. I'm, I'm the other one, Ethan. And I'm Ryan. And uh, we have a great guest today. We have an awesome guest guys... that I've actually been excited to have on the podcast since before the podcast even started. Yep. Because every time we got together, we'd have really deep, meaningful conversations, and that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. So everybody, this is Lori. Hi. Hi, Lori. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for being here, Lori. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having like, for being here. Such short notice. We oh, hit yeah. you up like what yesterday? Yes. <laughs> you're up at twelve thirty. It's two. She's like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we really appreciate it. Um, that's a Jersey grind, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel so. We're all from Jersey. Everyone at the table. Look yep. at us. Which is which is including I, I love. And, and we're in California is. right now. And beat. Yeah. Look so we have everybody here <laughs> in here. a Jersey way. Jersey gang. Incredible. This is the Jersey gang right here. And look how excited he is for the show today. He's pumped. He's, He's really just pumped. so beautiful. He's yeah. Awesome. He is. He's happy that you're here. He's one of the cutest humans. Yeah. He is. Aww. In my opinion. So you guys go way back. You know, you two. So B and I. Oh, I meant you. you oh, me and Lori. <laughs> you guys all go way back. Well, yeah, back to when? When did we first meet? We. 2016. I want to say it was 2016. Or was it 17? No, 16. Mm. And 16. I messaged you. I think while you were in Rio. Yeah. Wow. And that's when we first connected. And then it was actually I messaged you the day before you won silver in Bounce Beam. Yeah. And I remember I was so nervous because like <laughs> I was like. We were, we were homies by then, you know what I mean? We talked yeah. for a day, and then, and then I was watching the Olympics the next day, and and Lori was on for bounce beam, and oh, I was like shaking. Yeah. Everybody always gets like incredibly nervous when you know somebody. Yeah. Like it just ramps it up. But I'm always saying like it's so much worse to watch an athlete than to than for us. Yeah. Because yeah. at least when I'm upside down, if I'm doing beam or something, I'm like crooked, and I'm like, oh no, I'm yeah. definitely gonna fall right now. But like you guys don't know that. You're just waiting to see what happens. Right. That's terrifying. I mean, poor parents. I'm sure like, they, yeah. they hated it. My mom at wrestling matches, oh my God. She made me sign a contract when I was little that I would never do MMA. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good contract. That's probably. like, if you think about it though, like mixed martial artists, that's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like selfish to your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, you can't, you can't put your mom through that. Like you're literally getting beat up in front of her. At <laughs> yeah. that point. Like, think about that. You're just like, she's watching you getting beat up. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So how did you have time to respond to Grayson's message before you won a silver medal at the Olympics? Um, I don't know. I mean, like at the Olympics, we we can all like have our phones as long as it's not during the competition. Right. We're good. You're on the beam just texting. You're like, I'm Gray, like, one sec. I'm, uh... I'm like on bars. Like I'm not even hanging on the equipment. I'm just levitating at this point. Like, oh, it's not. Hang on, Gray. I better hit a double backflip. Nice. Sorry. Give me a sec. Yeah. One sec. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I'm guessing I probably did it while I was on like break or something. Yeah. But um. Yeah, there, we have a, like a really funny reputation with tweeting like right after the Olympics. Yeah. So there's like Chloe Kim tweeting that she was late to the Olympics, or, or there was something along those lines. Or like, oh, I'm, I'm just really hungry right now, and she won. Yeah. She won snowboarding. So like, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's a flex. That's a flex. Yeah. After you win, you're like, yeah, I was hungry the whole time. We all joke about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, everybody's so hungry yeah, afterwards. I bet. I'm sure. Oh, and they were like, here's a salad. And we were like, we're done with the meat. Give us pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Do you, yeah, that, that's got to be, because I remember I'd have like the weirdest like superstition things before wrestling matches or tournaments especially. I would drink like 25 water bottles at tournament because I would be so afraid of being dehydrated that I would literally be pissing myself like yeah. Every, yeah. every second. That'll do, have, do it. Do you have like a strict regimen when it comes to diet like that you, that you like follow on your days like where you compete? Um, 
for competing, it's more of just like eating really healthy a couple days before, like just making sure that everything is clean that yeah. I'm putting in. Um, and that there, like, there's nothing too heavy, especially before the meat. I'll usually opt for breakfast, no matter what time of day the meat is, just yeah. because it's like good protein, yeah. but like not too heavy. Right. Um, cause like naturally when I get really nervous, whether I'm stuffed or I'm hungry, like my stomach's going to hurt. Oh, so yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Love that. Oh yeah. Um, this might be TMI, but I remember like I was wrestling this kid who was really good and I was nervous. And I remember before the match, I went up to my mom. I'm like, I got to poop really bad. Like yeah. there's no way I can wrestle right now. Yeah. And then I finished the match and I won. I didn't poop before the match because I didn't have time. Proud and I didn't I feel have to poop like the rest of the day until like the next morning. And it was just because I was nervous. 100%. It made me think that I had a shit. Yeah. 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 No, it happens every time. And it's really scary because like on floor, Damn. like you gotta, <laughs> I'm like, you gotta pick one. Are you gonna land? You're yeah. like, are you gonna shake your It's a big 50 50 right there, too. It's really disappointing, yeah. especially when it's like, we're the I'm like, well, I guess I have to land it now. Like, <laughs> I feel like gymnastics would be like the. I would be so paranoid about like my stomach and what was yeah. going to happen with my 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 butthole like, while I was competing. Like <laughs> yeah. it'd be so that's probably yeah. what I'd be most nervous about. Yeah, I remember one time we moved to our new town. Like it was like right when we first moved to our new town. We were we were having football practice and Grayson, um, my oh, sister yeah. made a friend and Grayson was trying to impress her. Um, and she, they came. My sister came to to our football practice with her friend. And after practice, you you could tell the rest of the story if you want, or to save you the embarrassment. I after it was actually right around that time, we we had joined a gymnastics gym just to like kind of go to open gym and like strength train for wrestling. I guess we called it. But we like would just kind of do a bunch of flips and have fun. Uh, and so I just learned how to do a tuck. And I was trying to impress my sister's friend, who I I guess I thought was cute. Yeah. And um, a little crush. Yeah. I I, uh, I did a backflip, and I. I don't know how else to say this. I sharded mid flip. Oh, there's a lot of force yeah. in the in the. Yeah. And it was it was audible. You could hear it. Right. And uh, that actually did happen. So that was like that was like honestly one of the first tucks I ever hit in my life. Now now picture. I've done that. Oh yeah, I've done it wrestling. I've done it wrestling. I did tournament. it at a meet once. It, has it, to it be happens so to common. the best of us. Yeah, it is what a, it is. It's the body. It's like, just the how body. Does that all human. How like, does it happen at a meet and then you go to the Olympics <laughs> and you're just not completely petrified that right. that's gonna happen again? Right. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It's like a common thought for me before meets. Like God, I hope I don't shit. Like I'm not worried. Like of course I'm worried about falling. Like yeah, I don't want to yeah, like yeah, embarrass yeah. myself. But like that is way up there. Hundred yeah. percent. But god. But like I don't know if like like I know Adam Rippon has tweeted about like literally getting stomach aches before competition so it's clearly very common but nobody talks it about be. it so when it does happen i'm like yeah 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 that's good that you're talking about it because there's probably a lot of people that are like okay good this is I probably get... helping so many gymnasts yeah <laughs> i mean honestly honestly it is which is funny but i, mean, I really think so this is definitely one of the subjects that i would say probably no podcast is talking about <laughs> and uh you We're know for, for you know our <laughs> listeners who do gymnastics who definitely look up to you to hear to hear you you know <laughs> your stories yeah. they're, they're idle you, you're able to relate to you on like you know a um, personal thing yeah. and for all you wrestlers i shit myself when i was wrestling back <laughs> for third place at a tournament um and i went up to the ref and i said i gotta get off the mat right now and he goes well if you do then you lose and you have to forfeit and i was wearing a light blue singlet and i was like Dad, what does my ass look like? And he goes, you're good. So I went back uh, out there. I literally had the biggest adrenaline rush of all time. Pinned the kid, ran off the mat. Didn't even shake his hand. I just ran off the mat. Um, hey. So yeah, wrestlers, gymnasts, it anyone happens. who wears a singlet. If you're human, it's it's bound to happen exactly. at some point. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, it, it, we're em human. Embrace it. Right? Embrace it. I got to say, you know, when I got the text about doing a podcast, I did, I was, I'm very surprised to be talking about shitting. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we're going I'm with not anything. disappointed. Yeah. We're I'm going. not disappointed at all. Well, <laughs> I'm also surprised, too, and this is my own podcast. 
We, but I also <laughs> I also run this podcast with my twin, and then he says shit like this. Yeah, I'm not that surprised. He literally up. says shit like yeah. that. Yeah, literally. So incredible. Okay, to switch it to something a little lighthearted, because I, I always like. I mean, this is very lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very lighthearted. <laughs> we'll take it from yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, that was good. Uh, I always like talking to athletes about like their first memories because yeah. everybody I feel like has some of those early memories. What are those early memories for you being a gymnast when you were younger? You know, do you look fondly on on those memories and, and, and all that stuff? When did your gymnastics career start? Like, how old were you? Yeah. Oh, so I was five. I originally okay. started out in ballet, um, yeah. but I'm a kid who can't really sit still, so I don't know where the logic of like, yeah, let's put a three year old in ballet. Like, I don't know whose idea that was. Yeah. If it was my mom's, I'm sorry. Like, I respect you. Um, <laughs> but at some point, like when I was five, I remember. I remember watching two Olympians on the TV. I, I didn't know they were Olympians, but I kind of just thought they were so cool. Yeah. And I pointed to the screen. I was like, Ma, I want to be just like those girls. And she was like, okay, <laughs> twist my arm. And she yep. put me in, and that's how I started. So um, that happened. And then I think my earliest memory of gymnastics, we had like a little mini competition. And mm. I was still five, and I wore this yellow T-shirt. And I remember like walking on the balance beam, and somebody was holding my hand. And the whole point about beam is that, like, you always stay looking at the beam. Like, you don't look anywhere else. Like, you just, you look at the beam. That's where you're going. You mm. always look in front of you. And I remember, like, looking up at the ceiling and looking around and, like, just catching my whole family watching. And, like, they could tell that I wasn't, <laughs> that, like, I just had two brain cells. Yeah, no but focus on No yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was just looking up. And they were just so proud. Oh. They were like, we don't know what she's doing, but she's doing it. And yeah. that's how it's always been. That's adorable. So, so you had, like... An intuition when you were five years old that you were going to be in the Olympics. Yeah, you know, I I just knew I loved it. I just like I saw something that looked cool and I decided I wanted it, so I got it. Like, yeah. but not as like a. I don't want that to sound like cocky, but it was like okay, it, I saw it's not something at all. like. Hard work that you put into yeah, it. you really can achieve anything you set your mind to. It's just how much you want it. And yeah, that's proof right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like okay, I got I had like some weird like magnetic pull to it. I was like okay, cool, this is what I want to do, and then. I just kept doing it. It was probably around when I was nine that I was like, okay, I want to go to the Olympics because I saw, I got invited to this training camp that was for like eight and nine year olds and they tested how strong you were and my score ended up getting like strongest in the country. So wow. it's just wow. this like jacked eight year old, like this walking muscle, but like child. Um, <laughs> but they had pictures of Olympians on the wall and I was like, wow, okay, cool. I want to be like them. And then when, do, went for it. when does it make the switch from like, this is like, oh, this is fun. They're kids to like, oh, these could be Olympians. Is there a certain age where like, were you eight and like, oh, I think I got this now, you know? Is there like a moment where something clicks? Um, I mean, with like nine and knowing I wanted to go versus like being like, oh, this could actually happen. Yeah. It wasn't until I was like 15, 16. Oh, wow. When I was 16 for the Olympics, you have to be 16 and older. That just, yeah. that's yeah. that's being a senior. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> senior. I'm like, well, I'm about to die then because ooh, <laughs> I'm a senior citizen at this point. <laughs> But, like, I, I really didn't know it was going to work out until wow. being, like, 15. I was like, oh, this could be a possibility. So, like, a year before, that was when you were like, okay, this is this is going to happen. Yeah, because I had done, like, a junior competition, and um, those scores, if you try to match them with the senior scores, you're always going to get, like, a little far behind just yeah. because juniors are typically, like, miles away Yeah, because yeah. Um, they're younger, and yeah. that's okay, and we had compared... I ended up winning nationals in 2015 and we compared my scores to the seniors and I came in like seventh or eighth. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of those two. And coming in eighth puts you on national team. 
So right. like as a junior to be able to keep up, I was like, oh my God, That's I think huge. I could actually, right. I like, I might be able to do this. That's awesome. It's crazy what a year could do to like your athletic ability when you're younger. Things just start like clicking in your brain and then in your body as well. Like when you hit puberty and it's just like, I remember like wrestling, if a kid was a year older than me, like he was just going to spank me. Right. And that's just how it is. Like with the yeah. seniors thing, that's, that's interesting. This is something that like, I don't know, it could be an ignorant question, nope. but like, I feel like gymnasts like tend to be shorter. Yeah. Just as wrestlers do too. And yeah. I think that's just because like wrestlers like there's not really it's a, it's a great sport for a shorter person, so that's why short people decide to like wrestle. Yeah. Um is it the same with gymnasts or does gymnastics like actually stunt your growth? Cuz you guys um, start so young. I never even thought of it like that. Yeah. So I have a theory like most people will tell you that it doesn't stunt your growth, but we're all short, so how could it not? Yeah. <laughs> like we're all very short. Yeah. Like we're very close to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting very far. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> But I can only imagine that if you're pounding your body over and over every day for a certain amount of time, yeah. like that, I, the amount of times I've like fractured my growth plates doing something, mm -hmm. like I must be smashing something in there. Yeah, I so, would think so. But yeah. then again, my mom is 4'11". I'm not, I'm okay. not, you so know. So genetically, yeah, it could that, just that be would make sense. a coincidence. So how, how tall are you? I'm 5'1". Five 5'1". One. Five one. Okay. So you, you made grew, it. Yeah, you grew more than her. Look at that. I'm just, I'm so proud. You know, I just want to thank my parents for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I have my brother who's like 5'11", 6 foot. So we're all like human Tetris, you know? Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, because so... It also could be I, another like thing that I would like put together in my head is because you work so hard at practice, yeah. and like you can only imagine how much you're burning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like how much you need to eat. To, yeah. like, in order to grow, then like you'd eat, need to eat probably double what a normal human. That's also. Like. And I would say like too. the appetite of a child is just not gonna. You're not gonna be able to probably eat enough to even get the energy yeah. back. So maybe that has something to do with it. You think? I mean, that could. Um, unfortunately, I don't know the answer, and I would like to. So yeah. if anybody knows, like <laughs> anybody in the no, comments, all, yeah. let a girl know. And no, it's smart. It's um, true. But yeah, I remember, especially for 2016, like being very obsessive about what I was eating because like, you know, it's like the Olympics, everybody's focused on like, we want to have perfect routines and we want to have perfect hair and we want to have perfect leotards and I want to mm. look perfect. Right. Like that was the whole thing. Yeah. So I was really obsessed about like making sure all the food was good, probably to an unhealthy point, whereas mm -hmm. now it's just like clean foods. Yeah. 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 Which is That's the cool. way to go. It's so, like, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you learn to adapt, I guess. Yeah, and that's definitely a tough struggle. I didn't even think about like the, I mean, that's a kind of like a behind the scenes thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like someone that watches gymnastics. I mean, me personally, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. But th yeah, that's crazy. Like I just think about like, okay, it's just they're, they're judging their athletic ability, and then you're thinking like they're judging me. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. It's a whole other aspect that we don't see. Yeah, yeah you know? like when I walk into a meet, even now, I don't think much is maybe a little bit's changed it feels I feel a little more confident now I think than yeah. I was when I was 16 but walking in like the nerves wasn't okay like I just want to make sure that I'm impressing the judges or like I want to hit a good routine it was like I don't want anybody to look at me weird yeah like that was the whole like nerves because like especially when you get to a high level yeah all these people watching and I was like I just don't want them to look at me different like mm -hmm. I don't want to embarrass myself screw the routines like yeah. I just want to be set like set yeah well. um and like you think everybody's focusing on it and the wrong people do, but for the most part, nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, you get like a, I'm assuming every gymnast has been there before, but if you get a score that, you know, you wish you had a higher score, you, you start to probably think about like, okay, what, what, what were they really judging? You know what I mean? Was it me? Like, could I, could I look better to make this trick? To, to, sorry, not trick. Um, yeah. No, okay. I got you. <laughs> to make, to make my routine look better. Um, yeah. Just because I, 
and then like the judgment i feel like well well like you're you're a part of a sport that they literally judge you there's called it's judges Judge, you know yeah. what I mean? so it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah that could that could really mess with your head yeah i think there's a lot of athletes who agree like some coaches and some people will tell you like oh if you look better the judges will score you better which is not true at all and the judges that i know we end up having conversation with these judges that i was so intimidated by when i was a kid yeah and now we all like talk to them because they they're helping us out a little bit Mm. um and they're like no we don't judge by looks at all that's not the point we're just judging on what we're seeing like if you win you won like I feel like they take it very seriously, too. I feel like there's a respect level for judges of, like, I know the position I'm in. I'm not going to subsidize that by, like, giving a score on something because of looks. I feel like that would just be wasting their time. That definitely just helped me gain a new perspective on, like, gymnastics itself. And any sport with a judge, rather. Because, um, yeah, just, like, even, like, I got to a point where my self-esteem was kind of, like, diminishing because I was receiving, like, hate comments or something about the content. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe if I look better, that's something that they can't comment about. Yeah. Well, like, there's this theory about, um, and it's it's what sucks about being a perfectionist, but as long as you know you're, you know, what's happening, but, um, like, being a perfectionist, we assume that if we can just hit the level of perfection, that we can avoid criticism mm-hmm. altogether, and it never works. It's it impossible. never works. Somebody's always going to have a problem with it. Yeah. So if you're achieving perfection because you want to set it to a certain point that you're happy with that's one thing if you're doing it to avoid criticism it's never going to work and you're never going to be happy and that took the longest lesson to learn because yeah. like that, gymnastics is all about being perfect and i yeah. was like if i do it 10 20 30 times maybe maybe i'll get the perfect one mm-hmm. and it's never perfect yeah. for somebody so it's it's all for you right are there any points where you got a score or you knew it was should have been better? And, and, and when it happens, do you think, okay, I don't, I don't need to improve this. I think I did well. I just didn't get scored that way. Or what happens when you do get a bad score going through your brain? Um, oh, when you get a bad score, depending on like what meet it is, yeah. uh, <laughs> like your coach is allowed to go to the judges and you can put in, I don't remember what it's called, but you can question it. Okay. You can like ask why or be like... Like dispute what, like what challenge. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. challenge basically. Okay. And then there there's a point where like if you keep... In, oh, like an inquiry, you can submit an inquiry. Um, but if it goes wrong, they can like scratch you. Oh, no. So it's like you're really like it's a risk. playing with fire here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, at some point, you know, the right athletes stop caring about st- scores and start caring about like how much better was that routine than the last time I did it? Exactly. Because then you realize that scores don't, you know, some days you're going to get a really high score on a really shitty routine, and then some days you're going to get a really bad score on the best routine you've ever done. And it is what it is, but Mm -hmm. as long as you know that it was good, like, that's... That's great advice, too. Yeah. That's the most important part. Yeah. It's just just being okay with yourself and confident with yourself is something that I feel like you always... A lot of people our age have learned the hard way. Yeah. And... um, that's something that I I definitely had to do too but it's just crazy that you're in a completely different field than me and um we've kind of like learned like a synonymous lesson um just I I think that's the most important thing yeah just being being comfortable with who you are yeah because then the criticism doesn't matter so from from a really young age you decided that gymnastics was like your passion you basically found your path you know at a remarkably young age most people don't find out what they want to do with their life until they're like 25 (laughs) yeah 20 (laughs) um has do you have any other things that you're equally as passionate about that you are are 
looking to explore now yeah at this point in your life yeah a hundred percent i mean well because of covid i've just had so much time especially with the olympic delay it just gave me time to think about okay what do i want to do now that i have a lot of time to kill even though i'm still training yeah and then how do i set myself up for the after yeah. because yeah. the after if you're not prepped that can go really badly in yeah. the sense that like you're in the spotlight and you got all these people watching you and all this adrenaline and then suddenly it's yeah. gone like that's it and recovering from that is really intense it's kind of yeah. i think justin bieber talked about like doing concerts and going on tour and then coming back and the come down from that if you're not yeah. careful and you're not prepared it can be a little wonky so yeah. this year is giving me a lot of time to like get ready for that i think acting is something that's just so much fun for me mm. and it's definitely like a performance thing too like if i'm on floor and i'm competing that's like I don't know. I usually can't hear anything when I'm competing, but for floor, it's the one place where I guess I like break my own fourth wall and I'm trying to get everybody involved yeah, and yeah. I want all the energy. I want everybody clapping. Yeah. Right. Like I just want it to be, we picked out my floor music this year to make sure that it was just a giant party that everybody can enjoy. That's awesome. So, um, when it's like that, it's like, I love performing it's yeah. it's that's kind of like the one event where like of course i'll get a little anxious beforehand but like the nerves completely will go away yeah. for that and i feel like with acting i still get a little bit of that performance whether it's like theater or it's behind the camera whatever that might be but some kind of entertainment i right. think mm -hmm. um just because i find it a lot of fun yeah. it's yeah. a really interesting high energy way to connect with people but yeah wait sorry what was the question <laughs> no that was no, you answered, answered it, it. Great. i, I yeah. want to touch on the, the come down that you were talking about because that's yeah. a really crazy I, yeah i got chills when you touch on that because i, I, really I could did. i could relate to it so much in in what we do and yeah. like like if, I, if we post a video and it gets 100k views less than the, the previous video that's like a mini come down yeah. but i just can't imagine the extent of like the, the come down that you would feel after training in a gym and not really seeing the outside of a gym for however many months I'm assuming or years because yeah. how much training needs to go into even making it to the Olympics right. and then being in front of the entire world because everybody in the entire world watches the Olympics yeah. becoming like one of the most famous athletes in the world within a couple weeks span right. and then the Olympics are over and it's not a trending topic anymore and the media is not covering it anymore and then you start to see the numbers go down that yeah. that is just that's insane that because that's like yeah. I mean, what was wild was like, we had Olympic trials, which everything kind of blew up. That's where I remember my Instagram follower count going from like 15,000 to 75,000 in a day. It's instantaneous. Just, yeah, it was instant. Yeah. Um, and it was a two day competition. So by day two, I had like over 100,000 followers. Wow. And then wow. like as time went on, they kept re-airing some of it. It just kept growing. And then by the time I went to the Olympics, I had a million followers. And I was like, what? Holy <laughs> right. This makes no sense whatsoever. I was like, okay. Um, but then after the Olympics, we ended up doing like Dancing with the Stars and then I went on tour. I did two different tours and we wrote, we came out with a book and did all this crazy stuff. We were traveling. So the peak never really happened right after. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like all the hype of everybody started to tone down after the Olympics, but mine still kept going because yeah. mm -hmm. we were just doing some crazy stuff. Um, and then when that stopped, that was a little sketchy because like also I'm a teenager, like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't yeah. know how to prep for a come down. I didn't even know I had to prep for a yeah. come down. Yeah, there's no handbook um, for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. but I didn't. And like that was just a little terrifying. Like looking back now, I didn't know what was happening when it was happening. Right. But it was so odd because this sport that I had done for 11 years, like I was done. Yeah. I wasn't doing it. Like I was going through puberty in the public eye, which... <laughs> 
sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, especially when you got like this like 16 year old, like prepubescent, full on Olympic body weight, and then suddenly you go on television and you're a completely different person because um, you're not training for the Olympics anymore. Right. You're eating what you want to eat. Yeah. And so everything was changing and it was just terrifying and I hated it. Yeah. Um, and it, I was just not a fan, but I ended up coming back to gymnastics like two years later, so in 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really interesting because that was the year that I started going to therapy and just talking about everything. And still, as the years go on, my therapist is still learning new stuff about me. It takes me a while to, like, open up. It's so important. Yeah. But starting that was, like, I didn't realize how long I had stayed in the come down yeah. or, like, how I was stuck there. Because, again, like, I was homeschooled for it. Like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but there was no, like, book for this. My parents were just so supportive. But, they're, like, it, the dynamic was just no so weird. No one could know. Yeah. No like, one could know. So yeah. Impossible. With gymnastics, was it one of those things where you worked so hard to the point where like there were times you were like oh my god I, what would life be like life would be so much easier if i didn't have to train every single day you know yeah. what i mean oh i almost quit for the olympics <laughs> wow you did almost quit before the olympics right, yeah so in I march want- <laughs> that's that's yeah. nuts i, I, I so actually wait. i quit for three days yeah, can you, you touch really? on that like what was yeah. going through your head and then what got you to maybe go against that yeah so basically it was just really stressful i had like a, a knee strain at the time yeah and um I was just so stressed. And I, like, you know, my coach at the time was like, you know, all the other girls are, are training and you're just hurt. Right. <laughs> like, everybody's getting ready and you're just here. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the greatest situation. And there was just a lot of tension between everybody in the gym and, and a lot was just happening. Yeah. Um, to the point where I, like, went to a restaurant with my family and just cried for, like, three hours. And I couldn't even explain what was happening because yeah. still, like, I'm 15 at this. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And, like, it's not about, like, boys or about school or about whatever it is like this is about the Olympics. And I, I just didn't want to do it. I was just so tired. Yeah. Um, and then after day three, it was just, I was just so overwhelmed. I just needed a break. That was all. Yeah. yeah. You know, and after, at that point, my dad was kind of like, you know, you've been doing this for 11 years. Even if you don't think it's going to work, just stay in it. Yeah. Just stay in it. Try, like, don't try, but like, just stay in it because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, sure enough, it, it worked out, but. I was just so tired and I just needed a break. That was mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Breaks you know, are and so I didn't, important. Breaks are so important. Yeah. I cannot stress that enough. If yeah. you don't take a break at some point, you're going to burn out. And yeah. it's like... You also have to realize how much, like, obviously, if you do something over and over again, it, your, your passion starts to fade. Or, or at least you, you get to have, like, you know, you're, you have foggy vision. You can't really see your passion like, yeah. you, like you used to. Um, and then as you take a break and, you're not, you know, you're not working at that thing, you start to miss it. And I feel like missing your passion is so important. It's huge. Yeah. It's rejuvenating. Yeah. Definitely gives you like fresh legs to get back into it. So when post Olympics, you had I just this. want to say one, one more thing about the break, okay. just because you, you keep that in mind. But okay, I was like, just I was just gonna to, say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here, great. Just go ahead, great. Say, say it. Yeah. Thanks, E. Thank you. Go ahead. Thanks, Ryan. Take the no, I was gonna say. So post Olympics, when you took that two year break, and that was kind of like your first time to like live a life apart from gymnastics and stuff like that. Did you, how, how did you feel during that? Was it as good as you anticipated it to be? Um, when it was good, it was good. Yeah. Like I just got to meet so many new people and travel to places I didn't think I was gonna travel to. And I just got so much experience and, and it was wonderful. Yeah. I loved it because for 11 years, I was like going home, going to practice, 
going to physical therapy and then just doing this little triangle for in that routine (laughs) you get stuck in it yeah that just to do things sporadically with no schedule it was really scary at first i hated it and then afterwards it was like all right what are we doing today and and that was a lot of fun it's it's but like it's those moments where you're by yourself and you're like oh wait there's nothing happening and Mm -hmm. i'm like I don't have people to distract me. Like I don't have me working in something to distract me. That's where it gets sketchy. But overall, I had an awesome time. That's great. Like That's it great. was, it was, it was lit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds lit. Because we took a break from. We, we uploaded every single Tuesday for like four years. Yeah. Um, that's like the only thing I can kind of compare to how, how hard you worked. Obviously, we did not as much hard work goes into that. It's different. relative. It makes it, sense. It, but yeah. it's a consistent routine that we were following. It was every single week, every Tuesday. It was comfortable. Yeah. We knew what to do always. Yeah. yeah. There was um, never a moment where we were sitting like, uh, what do we work on? Yeah, what do we do? Yeah. Um, until we felt too burnt out to continue with posting weekly that we took a break. Yeah. And then... The break was something that I like craved my whole, those whole four years. It was like, oh, a break would be so nice right now. Not having to post next week would be so nice right now. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel any of the stress. And then when we took the break, I felt even more stress because I was like, fuck, now what do I do? But not initially. Life? There's a very, there's a high to taking a break. Like yeah. Yeah. right at the beginning, you're like, oh my God, I'm able to do all these things that I was never able to do before. And it kind of makes you resent what you were working on mm-hmm. yeah it's kind for of you, like it, if you go on vacation the first week you're like oh this is wonderful but if you stay on vacation for too long there comes a point where you get bored and you want to come back 100 yeah, percent. yeah. So every single like, time too honestly no matter where it is it's weird but it's true yeah 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 so you touched on earlier injuries and i wanted to kind of pick your brain on injuries as a gymnast to me seems <laughs> like the scariest thing on earth we <laughs> talked about the sharding but i think the injuries <laughs> Like torn patella tendons, fractured wrist, knee yeah. issues. What is going through your head? I think 2014, when you're going through these injuries, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not superhuman. I'm, you know, like, what, what goes through your head at that point? You know, I was very naive at 14. Ignorance is bliss. No. I was kind of like, hmm, my body needs a break. It is what it is. Like, I didn't, you know, when you're a kid, you're kind of just like, hmm, it is what it is. Yep. Like, there's nothing there. And my parents. I've learned now where like, we didn't know what to do for you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's like, you know, in January you go, you do the skill and then you break your growth plate. And then June comes along and I end up like dislocating my knee and having to get surgery for it. Yeah. And my parents were like, is it, are we bad parents for letting you do this sport? Like, should we pull you out? Wow. We don't, we didn't, we had no idea what to do. And so we let you decide. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I'll stay in. I don't mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, you know, it didn't affect me, but looking back now, like that was, it was like pretty intense. So I've had a lot of different injuries. I, I broke this growth plate twice, this wrist once. Um, I dislocated my knee. I've had a fracture in my elbow. I tore an ab for the Olympics. I competed with a torn ab. Muscle. That probably hurt ab. really bad. That was, that was 10 out of 10, my least favorite injury. Oh. And you had to compete with it in the Olympics. Oh yeah. And, and you and, won. yeah and i was like and they were like are you gonna be able to compete and i was like i have been through so much i don't care if my head falls off like this is my spot i was so furious i was like this is my spot yeah and they were like you know telling the alternates to like get prepped and get ready to go and i was like no 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 this is is my spot (laughs) this is mine i was like i worked for this i'm i don't care and we figured it out so yeah yeah are, that's, like, are humans supposed to be able to get torn abs or is that just a result of sports i think because sports are like if you think about it that's not natural like yeah. doing those flips and stuff that's not a natural human body movement that's just yeah. something that we figured out and decided to make a sport <laughs> yeah. yeah like hey that looks like, fun yeah. i have a i have a slip disc in my lower back and i'm like i'm not 80 years old why do i have this oh probably because i wrestled for 14 years mm-hmm. and i had i was standing up with like kids that were my weight 150 pounds at the time 
like on my back. Yeah. And that's probably why I slipped my disc. And that's not a natural human body movement. When yeah. would a human be doing that if wrestling didn't exist? Right. Like, when would you be doing a double backflip when if gymnastics didn't exist? I so, actually I use that analogy a lot for like my kids whenever I'm teaching a clinic because they're like, oh, we're just so scared. We don't know why we're so scared. And I was like, you don't know why you're so scared. Yeah. I was like, have you ever crossed the street and seen someone do a double back in the middle of the crosswalk? And they were like, no. I was like, have you ever been on a plane? You see someone doing uneven bars. They were like, no. I was like, what you do is not normal. It's gonna be scary. So yeah. like, that's a very common like. Like, no, I don't, I don't know if our bodies are supposed to do that. But, you know, our bodies do repair themselves, which is mm-hmm. a wonderful yeah, thought that yeah. no matter what happens, you know, you're always going to get pieced together as best as you can. <laughs> and gymnastics is proof that you could literally train your body to be able to do movements that seem impossible to other people. Right. Yeah. Like, I train calisthenics, which is just, I don't, like, use weights to work out anymore. And I just do, like, bars and stuff like that. And it's similar to gymnastics in a way. Yeah. And, like, what I'm able to do now, I probably couldn't even have imagined being able to do that. A year ago. Right. Was there like a turning point where like it all came to you or did you learn how to do everything so young and then you just kind of mastered it as the years went on? Um, I'd say kind of both. I think probably both just because when you're young, you want, like, you want to learn as many skills as possible because mm-hmm. you don't understand the risk of what could go wrong. Yeah. Whereas like when my coaches try to teach me new skills now, I'm like, listen, <laughs> you know... Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like we're here now. I don't know. Let's like they, leave it be. They yeah. really have to twist my arm for me to try new stuff. We're doing yeah. a new skill now, and every other day I'm like, "This was your idea, man." Like, yeah. is that the one that you got a concussion doing? Yeah, oh, we actually. Was it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you, so, you were right about yeah. it. You should <laughs> trust your. We gut. actually we don't do that one anymore, but Good. not for that reason. Just because we found another skill, but there's a bunch of new skills we're competing. So um, when you say skills, what is what does that mean in terms of um, gymnastics? So skills is just like a single like flip somersault or. Um, you, you start something and then there, like there's an end to it mm. and whatever you do in between has a start value, there's an execution point. Okay. Um, and then like the higher level you are, typically then like the higher start value you wanna get. Um, we used to do everything from like, you know, 10.0. That's why everybody's like, oh, gymnastics 10. Yeah. Like, and it's not really like that anymore. Basically they take your execution starting at a 10 and then they take your difficulty. So my difficulty for one event could be like a 6.3. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like all my connections, all, you know, what each skill is worth. If you mix them all together, if we're connecting some, we get connection bonuses. So if that's like, you know, you're starting at a 10, then and my difficulty is 6.3, then they just add it together, and my my personal perfect score would be 16.3. Okay. Whereas somebody else's perfect score could be, like, 15.7, yeah. uh, just because their stop value is different. But depending on how, like, if you flex your feet, if you wobble, if you fall, like, those are all different deductions, and they take that from execution. So it it adds up really well, and wow. somebody with a lower start value can 100% score higher than somebody with a higher start value just because their execution is better. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. That's usually the route we go for. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, right. I'll just Got, be clean. Yeah. Before we came in here, Lori showed me a video of her training the other, was it like, what, two weeks ago? Um, This was, this was actually like two or three months ago, I think. Oh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she she fell off a bar mm-hmm. and it, it was scary. <laughs> she smacked the back of her head on the ground and it was so loud. Oh. It was so loud for no reason. Like it was just so aggressive. I was in the air. And, like, as I was in the air, I was, like, something's wrong. Because, you know, I, like, tucked on top. Yeah. I did, like, a little. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. 
So I, I, my body like did it as a reactor and I was like, oh, cause a lot of times, like if you let your brain speak for you while you're doing flips, you're gonna, you're gonna psych yourself out. <laughs> yeah, cause it's sketchy. Yeah, 100%. So like, I've gotten a little bit used to just like body over mind rather than mind over matter. Like yeah. I just let my body do the work and the way that my body like recoiled on top, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. You knew right away. Like, yeah, uh -oh. I was yeah. like, something's off. That yeah. was like when Larry. Not took my feet out, out <laughs> midair when I landed on the back of my head. Yeah, Larry's got some Right before skill. you land, you know it's coming. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. You have that half second of, yeah. It was like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> I saw stars. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Oh, it's like sprinkly. Yeah, yeah, it was like sprinkly. It was kind of pretty. Yeah. yeah. But then it started hurting really bad. Yeah. And the um, pain is not pretty. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I still have a little bit of a headache. Yeah. Not gonna, not gonna lie. Yeah. You know. As long as the, is the fuzzing, is it gone? Yeah, yeah, that's good, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say that that's good. I would think. Mm -hmm. When you fall like that, you're, whoever's with you, are they panicking at that point? Like, oh boy. In the video, it sounded like everyone was cheering. Everybody was cheering. What? Okay, yeah. So basically, when you fall like that and you get it on video, it's rare that you get something like that on video. Uh -huh. So everybody was cheering because they were like, oh, it's a wipeout. And then got they it. saw I kind of lay there for a second. And they were it. like, oh no. Oh, yeah, we should check up on her. <laughs> um, but for the most part, um, I think coaches are trained not to panic because right. they know that it'll freak us out. Yeah. Good point. And if I'm not freaking out, it's kind of like, you know, if a, if a baby falls. Yeah. And you're like, it's okay, you're fine, get up. And then they're kind of like, yep. you know, yep. versus if a baby falls, you go, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. Immediate tears. Yeah, yeah. Um. So especially for injuries, they just Kinda they're usually pretty off. chill, but yeah. not because like they are chill, but because it's for us. That's smart. And then afterwards, they're like, "Bro, yeah, <laughs> Shit, did you see that? I just saw you like descend <laughs> into the seventh layer. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to scare you though." Yeah. And you're like, "Hey, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it." So the Olympics got postponed. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. How did how did they go for you? Because I'm assuming you were working. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were talking, communicating a little bit about like, you were. So, what's that process? You have to do like another. It's not an audition. What? What is it? Trial. Yeah. So trial. yeah. So we have trial. to do another. Yeah. Trial qualifier. Yeah. Qualifier. Um. We have to. We actually. We didn't even get to do Olympic trials this year just because everything was shut down before yeah. it. So no, nobody tried out. Um. Yeah, we were all just gearing ready. I mean, you guys can kind of relate to this and to where like you're peaking for meet season. You do it at a certain time. Yeah. Like you kind of prep for when the competition is and like mentally you're getting ready. So certain athletes can start a couple weeks before. Gymnasts usually will go like a year before to start prepping wow. like for skills and piecing routines together, figuring out what works, what doesn't. Yeah. Um, so everybody was just getting ready and then to, you know, be like grinding for so long and then, then be like, we have to postpone it. We were all like, oh. Yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow for sure. It, it really, it, it sucked at the beginning. It yeah. is what it is. And like, of course, the world comes first. We all agree with it. We, yeah. You yeah. know, we're not complaining that it's it's delayed. It's just. It's a bummer. Yeah. So yeah. it's like having to repeat the process was uh, really overwhelming. Yeah. Like, or like to mentally know we're going to have to. Yeah. It was a little so bit overwhelming. Basically, you did, it was a year of preparation and then canceled and now you're back to another year of preparation yeah pretty much but what's cool about the extra year is that i've gotten to learn new skills yeah. and try new things yeah. and upgrade and get my execution better all because we have extra time and so, so does everybody bright else side. but just anticipating doing the same thing over and over again you're probably like fuck this like, yeah it feels it feels very overwhelming because yeah. it's like you're trying to piece routines together and these routines are so annoying <laughs> to piece together i can't like it's just endurance. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah. Every day trying to do more and more and trying to get that ready. So it's like to finally have that and then to have to let it go. Because yeah. you can't, if we were to keep our routines throughout the whole year, just for next year, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're going to, it's, it's impossible. you're done for. So yeah. we have to come down properly and then 
One time the up. mic wasn't plugged into our camera and I fucking put my hand through a glass window because yeah. I was pissed I had to redo it. Because we had to so refill Definitely don't do that. But like, yep, and that was just a one hour shoot. But yeah, I guess I just would not last as a gymnast training. <laughs> just be punching everything. You're like, get the glass out of here. That's not. I feel that though. Like that. Like I. I get it. Because when you get around to doing it again, you're like, oh, I'm gonna you know make it my. I'm gonna do it a little bit different this time. Keep it interesting for myself. But like anticipating having to do it again, that's like. So right now, is there a solidified date for the next trials, or is it like up in the air still? Yeah. So basically they took the exact dates from this year and just moved them to next year um i don't i don't really think anything has changed in terms of dates but tokyo is supposed to be crazy tokyo is like probably the coolest place you could go literally sorry Um, i just apologize to the table (laughs) (laughs) the table's like it's okay Older. That's actually a good voice for the table. Yeah, that's right? why I figured that because it's older wood, so I figured yeah. it'd be a deeper voice. But go ahead. Um, <laughs> so Tokyo, have Tokyo. you been anywhere in Asia before? Um, I have been to Tokyo. I've competed oh, nice. twice in Tokyo. I've never or not been in Tokyo. Asia. Sorry, Same I want to go so bad. It's, but that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so it's such a culture shock. They do everything different. Yeah. Everything is cleaner. They're a little more respectful than Americans. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Most places. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they were just so welcoming and like so excited oh. to have us compete at the time. And everybody is just so kind. Like we, we couldn't figure out where to go. And these just like these random Japanese people, like they didn't speak English. We didn't speak Japanese and they were trying to help us figure out where to go. Oh, yeah, like awesome. they were just so kind. I know somebody, um, left their phone in the middle of a lobby and we went to a trip. Like we left, yeah. <laughs> we, we were going to come back, but we were gone the whole day and we came back and the phone was still in the middle of the table. Cause they have a thing of like, you don't mess with other people's stuff. Like that's their energy. Uh, like wow. you don't merge yours with theirs. If only it was like that here. Holy shit. America yeah. cannot someone, really. Someone took yeah. my bike two weeks ago in my garage. Oh yeah. yeah. In your and then you had it fucking yeah. chained up in your fucking parking spot. <laughs> I, know. I, I want like, you to park that. Yeah, well, they did, and it's in their garage now. <laughs> so uh, I feel like there's even a huge difference between California and New Jersey when it comes to like oh, for sure. respect for belongings. Oh, so we sure. never like lock, we never lock our cars in Jersey. No, no, like Bro, Jersey that? that oh we locked our cars in Jersey. Really? I never really locked my door. <laughs> well, we were from the middle of nowhere, so like to get yeah, there, maybe that's part yeah. of the reason. Are you more I mean, in a, like a city? We're like area? 50 minutes from New York. Yeah, we're the city. 50, 50. Yeah, so were we, but probably probably we're north. You had to be We're really north, close uh, to and the northwest. Into the woods okay, the so you're that way. I'm this way. Yeah. yeah. So you're northeast. We're northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the difference. I'm really bad with sometimes. all of that. Yeah. I just go. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah we're from New Jersey. Is that's it you or we on a compass? Uh, I don't know. That's too hard to think about. Scott. I I it's dropped that. Oh. It's we. Thank you, Christina, for that because we were. It's uh, never I've, eat I've soggy waffles. That's how you remembered it. Yeah, that's how I remember. Never eat. Why have I never heard? You never heard that? That's what we said in fourth grade. Well, Brian, you probably probably did learn that, but since we, you know, just have an eighth grade education, we that was the last thing that we learned. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why we were. I also was in school in the forties. That could be why. Never eat soggy waffles. (laughs) Things change. Uh, I wanted to uh, ask a question that I think people are curious about was, once you win and you are going back home. Are you are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you like, what is going to happen? Because I'm sure in the back of your head, you're like, is there going to be a parade? Like, what is going to happen Did here? Did you like, a parade? Well, okay, see? That's right. Oh, like, wait, so New Jer- wait, New Jersey? In Jersey. You, got your- you threw you yeah. a parade in Jersey? Hell yeah, Jersey. Oh, Jersey. why was I not there? I was the probably in, a where- in my warehouse. In- so, what, yeah, what was that whole process like of, of coming back to reality of like, oh, I'm going back home and this is a real thing? 
Yeah, so I mean, I think everybody was kind of just riding the wave about it. And yeah. as a group, we all flew back together. Um, we did everything together for the first like week or two, like because we had to do interviews and whatnot and, and just all the things. Yeah. Um, but it was really neat, like landing in the airport and walking out and like people are applauding you and stuff. That's awesome. Was there a like, huge group at the airport waiting for you upon um, arrival? I don't know. I don't really remember it as much, but like people were there yeah. yeah people were definitely there and then like we would walk the streets i have a video i'll see if i can like send yeah, it to yeah. you guys but um we were in a car getting ready to go for an interview and there were like a couple hundred people just surrounding oh. like because we were in new york and you know new york is so yeah. cramped yeah yeah there were just people everywhere like with signs and stuff like wow. cheering it wow. was crazy That's it was like, so odd so you you won a gold medal with your team, right? Yeah. So you possess a Olympic gold medal. I do. Olympic. Yeah. Do you ever just like throw it on, wear it around the house when you're having a bad day? <laughs> just brush your teeth. Just cleaning, and you're just doing laundry. With like somebody rings the doorbell, and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. busy. I'm I think I read somewhere that they're worth like over twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's like, what it says on. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah probably. So you got some fucking ice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. You have a you have the coolest jean out of any and you have, a, and yeah. you have a silver as well. Yeah. Both colors. Both colors. It's like it's. They're heavy too. Yeah, I bet. Like yeah. Michael Phelps took a magazine photo where he's standing and like all his medals are on his wrist and his neck, and I was like, he's very strong. Yeah. <laughs> like Damn, they're heavy. Yeah. But it's scary. a huge, it's a huge honor. Like when it gets over your head, it's like being baptized. I'm yeah. like, uh, I've yeah. graduated. Yes. I made it. That, uh, that feeling was probably indescribable, I would say, right? I mean, are you are you even conscious at that point? Are you just still like because I'm sure it's so quick. You're probably like, what in the world is going on here? Yeah, you know, I became kind of like the queen of dissociating. Yeah. <laughs> That's another suitcase. But yeah. um, but I, my brain so badly wanted to, because like it was just such a high, my, I kind of wanted to like pull the parachute and remove myself because oh, it was okay. just so much happening. Yeah. And I had to literally fight myself to be present because I was like, this is never happening again. Right. Like whether it's another Olympics, like this moment, it's never going to be recreated. It's never going to be with different people. You are here right now, like taking everything. And I'm yeah. so, I was able to, Good. thankfully. That's but great. it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is there an after party for like the Olympic winners? Like did you and like Phelps and... Other people that won the Olympics. <laughs> like, um, were you guys like all in the same room, like I don't know, clinking medals and stuff? I feel like yeah. What do you what happens? Happens? What's the dynamic? Because or is everyone just busy doing their own thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's mostly like the ESPYS, where all the athletes from different sports can all like get together from the U.S. and we're like, hey, hey yeah. Spider Man meme. Yeah, like everybody's yeah, like, no yeah. way. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the Olympic Village. Every country gets their own apartment building. Oh, that's and so cool. Yeah, there are so many buildings. <laughs> oh, this is so sick. This this is is big that sounds awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So they basically had, um, like, the United States had their own building, and then we had Russia, the building over, Japan, the building over, Brazil. That's you had crazy. to take a bus because it was just so far away. Like, wow. So it was really neat, but it was fun. You know, 16-year-old me, now I'm kind of like, he's just, like, Michael's such a nice guy. Yeah. He's so chill. He's such a family man. Like, I straight up, iconic. Um, but I remember walking back from the cafeteria, and he had his headphones in, and we were walking into the building. And, like, I remember, I think it was either Simone or Ali, they were like, hey, Michael, like, good luck. And he was like, oh, like, thanks, thanks, you too. And just yeah. kept walking. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. 
Like, that was Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah, do you know who that is? Do you know who that, like, obviously. Yeah, but, but I mean, he's one of the most decorated Olympians literally ever. I mean, that's. Yeah, it, so to know he was, like, in our building. I was yeah. like, no freaking he is way. Ever. Like, he, yeah, that's he crazy. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now I'm kind of like, all right, what's up, dude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool but, how that I, I, I also saw around the time of the Olympics when everything was, like, going crazy. So, like, it's literally like zero to 100 in your life. You know what I mean? And then you have, like, the respect of, like, all of these just random American icons because you're putting on for our country. Right. I, yeah. I saw you and your teammates met up with Zac Efron at one point. Nice. Nice. That's, that's, how was that? Like, just stuff time. like that. I had a good time. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I'm trying to think. Basically, if you like go to the Olympics and then you start like name dropping celebrities, a lot of them, because they're watching the Olympics, are big fans of you. And yeah. so there's a really good chance that the meeting's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, so we crazy. are all like every interview, they're like, do you want to meet anybody? And then you have to have people ready because yeah, like, sometimes like you'll get to meet them. Like, that's so funny. I'm pretty sure mo- most of us got to like meet our people, which wow. was cool. Oh, that's so cool. So you're fans of these people growing up and then all of a sudden they're fans of you. Yeah. And then you meet as fans of each other. Yeah. And then like sometimes if it's everything like chills down after the initial meet, then y'all become friends because it's like mutual respect kind of. Like I remember we were doing tour and I was and and is like still am, of course. Um, But like I was such a huge fan of Tori Kelly and I was like name dropping that all the time. She's She's incredible. And I was just like, you know, if I can meet anybody, I'd want to meet Tori Kelly. And she ended up coming to one of our shows. Like I just I freaked out. I might have cried. I can't remember. Like, (laughs) but. But now we're kind of like, I don't want to say social media buddies, but like it's always mutual. There's yeah, like yeah. stuff Your happening. pals, your acquaintances. Yeah. Acquaintances. Yeah, very, a... very much surface level acquaintances, but it's there. I was going to say, it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. That's important. <laughs> Is there anyone like that you haven't met that you would like to now that you're like, as much a fan of as Tori was like the biggest kind of? Uh, when I was 16, Tori was definitely the biggest one. I've met a lot of people since then, which was fun. Like we got to um, present at the MTV Awards in 2016, which was right after the Olympics. That's good. And we read off a card and it was like, best female pop music video. And we read off like Ariana Grande, Adele, Sia, Beyonce. Um, And there were like a couple others. Hmm. And we were like, and the winner is, and we opened it and it said Beyonce. And I was like, oh snap, that's cool. She's probably not here. Beyonce comes to these all the time. And homegirl just comes walking up (laughs) in the corner. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's that so funny. funny. Yeah. She hugged me in her sequence scratch me. I was like, yes, scratch me queen. Like, <laughs> Hug me tighter. And I was like, just shred me apart. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, I don't think we've ever said this anywhere publicly, but we got to uh, Coachella. Last time there was Coachella. And on the day of, uh, on the day that Tame Impala was performing, we get there, we get to the festival, and we, we receive a DM from Tame, the Tame Impala account. And it happened to be Kevin, lead singer, and, you know, to tame Impala himself, tame Impala, yeah, um, and he is someone that we look up to probably more than like anyone. And um, he just was like, "Hey, just w- was wondering if you and your brother wanted to come backstage after uh, after cool. the festival and just hang out at the at the after party." Mm-hmm. Um, so we obviously did, yeah. and it was fucking crazy. And we just it, it was, was literally just like for like. Ten minutes. It was just us three backstage. It just, awesome. I was just, like, "Why am I here? How am I here?" It was like that one moment that I was like, "Well, this is crazy." But in those ten minutes, we just like it became because he was like a, literally like a god in my mind before that moment, and then after those ten minutes, I was like, "Wow, it's like the I chillest, still definitely thing. is." Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, but, he, but, but he, like, he did say like, I, "I, you know, I've seen your guys' stuff on Instagram, and people have been commenting." And for me to be like, "Okay, wow," like he knew who I was before. I need him. Meeting right. him. Like, that's yeah. fucking insane. Right. So, yeah, I, I could just imagine, like, that's having, like, one instance after another after another during the Olympics. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. You, we, I just like I mentioned before that Zach Efron got together and met up with you guys, and you didn't even mention him. You yeah. went to like t- a bunch of other people. Oh, so like, like, oh, was, Zach. But I'm just saying, no, no, I'm <laughs> just saying like that, that's how many people. That's how many. I yeah. American celebrities. Yeah, you're right. You met in that yeah. short period of time. Yeah, it was just it was insane. That is I mean, intense. it was it, it was like celebrity overload. Yeah, you know, like I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it was just you know, it, it's always like appreciated. Like you yeah. get it when you meet somebody else who you admire, and then like especially you know either way, but especially like when the feelings mutual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like some weird it's a like, respect thing. I it's think. a respect thing. It's yeah, so cool. it's like and you it's, guys already know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you guys are already friends. Yeah, yeah, no, we're seriously. all best friends. <laughs> Me and Beyonce. <laughs> we have tea on Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> I could see her having tea on a Wednesday. That's great. I mean, I'm definitely, she's going to be like, <laughs> what? what? Beyonce's not going to hear me. <laughs> Beyonce's she's listening. Listen she's to she's taking notes like tea on Wednesdays. Okay. We'll that in. That's good. Uh, the, uh, did you ever meet Obama? Did you ever go to the White House? Those are two questions I asked. Me personally. Well, because yeah, you won for America. Yeah. So I met, I met Obama okay, and the great. first lady oh, you and met their Michelle dogs. Too. Oh, yeah. Man. And they were just such nice people, yeah. like such family people. It was just a huge, like it, we were filming some kind of boomerang um, because Michelle was doing like, she was promoting like just healthy eating. Like, I was especially, say, I, I, I like love Michelle. So can you oh, explain yeah. how, that, awesome. how this yeah. interaction was? Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So um, they're so, well, I'm very small, but they're so tall. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, she was doing this thing where she was promoting like healthy eating. And so we all had to juggle these fruits and whatnot. And we're doing it, and Vegan then like, legend. a yeah. girl just like walks in. She just walked in and was like, "Hey guys," uh, and then just somebody told me like, "Okay, we always put a, a piece of tape on the floor so that way like the president and the first lady know where to stand." Yeah. So it's like they don't even have to blink where to go. So they have us all set up like around this piece of tape. Wow. And then like she just like waved in, came in, like saw the tape, and then just stood right on it. And I was like, "No way! That's, crazy. <laughs> That's wow. her tape." Yeah, it's her <laughs> tape. She owns. They that set tape. them up so they don't even have to. They, they, they don't have to think st- about walking. Yeah. They have way too much things to think about. Yeah. 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 Someone's and then, moving like, their legs. Like <laughs> whenever. <laughs> Obama's doing like meet and greets there's like a very small little square on the floor underneath the rug that has like a little bit of padding and I was like why is this part of the floor different they were like oh well the president stands for such a long time that the wow. floor they pad the floor out oh my gosh that's a good team of people right there though. incredible that's a really good team of people I was people. like no way that's nuts that's wow. uh yeah, so, I had a okay. great time. That's like for me. That's like the peak. Did you step on the? Did you step on the pad and just see what it felt like? Yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't that crazy. <laughs> the but the principle is cool. But yeah, yeah, just the fact that. Yeah, that's cool. See, that's a really good insight that I don't think anyone on earth knows. So no. that's so sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I also wanted to say you talked about Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> and I know there's a lot of people in, in America that loved that show. Was that cool for your family? Was that something where they were like? Were they were they just as nervous with that as the Olympics? You know, like how was that dynamic? Yeah, I mean, we were pretty nervous because we had watched the show before I found out I was gonna be on it. Yeah. I remember my dad was always like, "You're gonna be on that show one day," and I was like, "No, no, I'm not. That's yeah. weird. Like, yeah. don't say that. Come on, like, don't." Yeah. And then the next year we got the call and. I ended up going on the show and did, I got a huge I told good. you so. <laughs> you did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, so it was like we we did that and it was it was definitely really stressful cuz it's like, you know, the the Olympics I trained like 11 years for it, and then Dancing with the Stars was 11 weeks. But like yeah. you have to look like a professional mm-hmm. in 11 weeks. And it was a challenge. I love a good challenge. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Like it was definitely really stressful at points sure. and um, there was like at some, there was one week where just like a lot had happened and it was so therapeutic to just like dance it out yeah. and it was just it came at the right time. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was also I had a wonderful partner too. 
Val was super patient. Like he's got just an insane creative mind. Like I, I love being around like very different like worlds, but like creative people. Yeah, it's just it's you get like a sneak peek into another world or something. Yeah, like literally. the way that his brain ticked, it was like so cool to just be in be around him. And did he is that something where you're just paired with him like here's your guy? Like that's pretty much all it is. You don't have like any say over who it is at that point or do they just kind of say here's the person for you? Yeah, they just say here here's the person for you. Yeah. I mean, they they know like the dancers don't know who their partners are. So wow, when he walks in to meet me, he also doesn't know who he's getting. Okay. Um and we both walked in and I was like, "Ah." Uh, like was the like, first ah. day of school when you see your friends in the back of the room you're like yeah. this could be good. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, "I got paired with it." A child? <laughs> <laughs> I think I said a gymnast. I'm yeah, like, but also, uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. like, he's, because, like, he's used to kind of getting, like, you know, a little bit, like, just, like, regular. He was probably just like, vanilla oh, ice. Easy dub, we got this. Yeah. He walks in, it's yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're going to win. Yeah. And then you did. And you did. <laughs> and you literally did win. So, yeah. Yeah. So, congrats on, yeah, congrats on, on all the dubs. Do you get a trophy for that? What do you win when you win uh, Dance with Stars? Uh, you get a mirror ball trophy, and we didn't know where to put it for a while. <laughs> so, my mom put it on the coffee table in the middle of the living room. And sometimes when people would come in, it would just be sitting there what a flex it's like, it was so embarrassing so we ever, ended up moving it thankfully you ever, you ever but... put the gold medal around that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just go full amp amp it up fully that's so funny i'd be at that coffee table every day i'd be like come on over mailman look at my table please oh my gosh do you still keep in touch with anybody from the show yeah yeah definitely val for yeah. sure and like we all try to keep up everybody's just been so bit this year it's like yeah it's been it's been three <laughs> years and one year is what i think yeah. this year yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a joke yeah um but yeah no we all get to keep in touch a little bit um and it's they're all they're really nice people yeah. they're good people yeah so good so what are you being for halloween oh good question yeah um i'm gonna be two people the, at the same at time. the same time too hell yeah <laughs> like um, I'm going as Mariah Reynolds from Hamilton okay. for like one night. That'll and be then cool. I'm, oh, it's a two night thing. So not at the yeah, same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's only going to be like three people because of COVID, which is totally fine. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to walk in like so, spirit. you know, full on decked out. Yeah. Um, and then the other, there's a character from a TV show, Lucifer, named Maze. Um, and I'm going to go as her. Oh, I like the in-depth thought that you have. You know, like, that's good. You thought about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fun. I got like the props and everything. I'm definitely going to look like a cosplay person. I like that. So. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, we're going to Jersey for Halloween. I feel like I need the Jersey vibes for Halloween. It's just not yeah. the same. Spooky the, season in Jersey is yeah, like... It's, it's actually different. spooky. Yeah. Are you guys going to be anything for Halloween? We're gonna, yeah. We're, we're going to go as uh, the Monsters, Inc. cast. Mm -hmm. I'm third wheeling as Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Christina and I are going to be Sully and Boo. Yeah, I'm excited oh. for that. That's gonna be that's gonna be cute. I almost said, "Oh, you made me ink," but that's Nemo. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I read online that so we we like to collect things, and it said that you like to collect uh, uh, keychains. Is that is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah, I haven't done it in a little while, but there's this thing when you get to the Olympics because you know. Winning the Olympics isn't a challenge enough, apparently. Yeah. Um, we have, like, little tasks that we'll do. And one of them is, like, we all get the, all these, like, a plethora of Team USA pins. Yeah. And the goal is to go to the cafeteria and find an athlete with, like, their country's pin. And then you pin swap. Mm. Oh, and then to see how cool. many you can rack up. Wow. And so I ended up with, like... I think it was like 63 or something like that, where it's just all these different countries. You get their different sports. Like you're trying to just get as many wow. as you can. Ali won with over 100. And like, yeah, it was crazy. That's princess there was just, pin right there, man. Seriously. 
But I remember it was like you automatically win if you could get a gold Olympic rings pin. And we could not find this sucker anywhere. It was so disappointing. We were like, we have to like ask one of the staff for it maybe. And then when we won our medals, you get like a little case. And when you open the case, there's the Uh, rings. And we were so happy about it. That's great. I just remembered something completely like just very random. Yeah. You Grace, you built something for Lori's place in in California, right? Yeah, bookshelf. Oh. Whoa, it's like a bookcase shelf thing. I don't know. Okay, be be completely honest. Is it was it a piece of shit? No, it was incredible. I can fit in wow. there. Really? It's, a, it's actually very helpful because I'm kind of a hoarder. Wait, well, you didn't throw you didn't throw it out? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Great. So you've been building I thought the for thing a while. Dumpster. No, 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 no. It's in there, and like she's working hard. There's I have literal like. It's filled to the brim with books. Oh, like, yes. There's, makes me so it's happy. everything in there. Maybe That's I'm going to start building again. Dude, that could have launched. You just reignited his love for that. Look Aww. at that. No. Yeah, no. Like, it's, I, you it's, come, it's, it looks awesome. I got, like, a little library. You come home, there's nine bookshelves in your place. You're like, Grace, Grayson <laughs> was over, and we appreciate it. <laughs> Are you getting, like, you send me a picture of it, though, with the books in it? Cause I, I got you. I, I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah. Oh. Um, and you, get, like, drop off a bunch of little ones, and it just says, like, Gray was here. But they're all little bookshelves. <laughs> I would yeah. love that. I wish I never asked that question. I made, I, so I, made, I made a bookcase, and then I made the top an actual book, but it's out of wood, and I put, like, a, a, a fake oh. bookmark on the side, so it's, like, a... Yeah, that's you, like, I, I like to get creative. You've always had that. that. Building. You've always had that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been into art and stuff like that from a young age, I oh, guess. Sure. It looks awesome. Uh, it's pretty Thanks. Good. I'm glad you like it. I actually really am. It makes me happy. I could tell he was like, oh, oh you have it. <laughs> <laughs> you expect him to make no, unfortunately. Yeah. Imagine if I was like, no, I burned it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I would have expected. I was expecting Yeah, I thought that. you were going to be like, oh, you know, I, I was moving some things around and it didn't fit in the area. But no. Yeah, I'm no, sad. it's a, it's in exactly the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> So I carried funny. it in. That's awesome. That thing was heavy. I remember I carried it in, and, and you're like, "Can I give you a hand?" I was like, "No, I don't. I, I can't. I can't. You can't get injured over this." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Of all things to get injured with, it would be that. Oh, oh my god! Brutal. I pulled my bicep carrying a giant bookshelf. Uh, I yeah. can't go to the Olympics. Grayson made me a sh- bookshelf. That would be a story right <laughs> there. I dropped it on my foot. I, I made sure we got. Uh, yeah, I carried it up. You're I had to take a few breaks on the way up, but yeah. but I got. We got it in. You did it. You did your workout for the day. Yeah. Uh, a couple more like lighthearted things. Baby Shakira, the nickname. <laughs> I got. I mean, I gotta know that. Whatever. Is it from her? What is that? You know. Um. Basically, <laughs> just my floor routine's known for me just dancing, and yeah. they were like, "Well, she moves her hips. Her hips don't lie." That's ah. Baby Shakira, and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Has Shakira? Have you ever met Shakira? No, I've never met Shakira. If you would, would you tell her that your nickname is Baby Shakira? I don't know. Like maybe. Yeah. Like I, I might, but probably not. Yeah, I'd probably just go silent, honestly. <laughs> yeah, just stare just, at her. She's like fifty and looks like she's twenty years old, by the way. Yeah, when she did like all the Super Bowl dances and stuff, I was like, queen. Yeah, <laughs> like she's awesome. you're in better shape than I am, and I literally went to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, she's she's. Did you guys ever have nicknames when you were younger that didn't end up sticking or something? I never really heard that with you guys. Uh. uh yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, we all know Uh-oh. the obvious. Oh, the... E.T. Weet. Okay. Yeah. Aww, what's my that mom, one from? My mom. Yeah. yeah. Until I moved out of the house, she would wake me up by calling me E.T. Weet. You have to Aww. get up. Yeah. Um, not cute. proud of it. A couple of my friends found out about it growing up, and they called me that, and it was really embarrassing. <laughs> it's okay. I'll challenge you with um, Tookie Bear from Ooh, my mom. That's a good one. I don't know where it came from. It stopped at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you're, well, you're lucky it stopped. My mom still goes with E.T. Weet. I was just gray. What, what about you? Uh, so when I was younger, I was really, I was also like really short. I was 4'11 when I was 15 
and he's my, a gymnast. Yeah, no, I just not athletic. And uh, um, I, you know, <laughs> there was an old Yankees baseball player named Phil Rizzuto. He was short, and his nickname was Scooter. And my grandpa would call me Scooter for oh. my whole life. And then when I was 13, he bought me a little scooter and put my little initial on it. It was really adorable. So scooter, that was the one that I used to have back in the day. But then I got taller and it didn't work as much. So, mm. um, but yeah, I miss it. You want me to call you scooter? You can, honestly. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I probably scooter. won't. Okay. That's I'll call you scooter. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not going to call you that. Also, what was it like being on like shows like Blue's Clues and Ellen and, and stuff <laughs> Blue, like that? You were on Blue's Clues? Um, was I on Blue's Clues? Uh, Sesame Street. Sesame Street, sorry. Sesame Street. Oh. I got to meet Big Bird. You were wow. on Sesame Street. I was on Sesame Street. That's incredible. Grover had to count cartwheels. He was learning how to count. I did like, I, he only counted up to five, but I did like 75 cartwheels that day. What? <laughs> That's My legendary. My body was like, <laughs> Sesame Street. That's so crazy. wait, is it like, is it actually, wait. Is it actually like Puppet World, or does it yeah. like yeah, like what's it like? There's puppets everywhere. Oh fuck, that's kind of creepy. And are they just always ha- have somebody <laughs> in, or they, I, can you just wait? I need like what is going on? So basically, somebody sits on the floor and has their hand in the puppet and like does the voice and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, and then like if they mess up the voice, they're like, like in in said voice, like wait, I have to do it again. As the character, like, yeah, and they'll like wow. refer to the character or like they'll refer to the person as the character, not like the person. Wow. So instead of being like, you know, like, you know, I don't know, random name, but like, okay, like John. Yeah. John, I need you to like have Grover put his fingers up. He would say, Grover, I need you to put your fingers up. <laughs> oh my. Oh, so it's not pet. even like just Grover. Like, to so they, so they, wait, wait, did they make eye contact with the puppet or the person? Oh man. Uh, I didn't pay attention enough oh, for God. that. Oh God, that's crazy. That sounds a, a, like more intense than I thought. To that's be like, that's so like kind of intense. That's crazy. <laughs> like that's so aggressive for yeah. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! But yeah, it was lit. <laughs> That's a, I didn't. Where, where do they record that? So how how old were you when you went when you went on? Um, I this was right after the Olympics. Oh, so you did it recently? It yeah. wasn't like a young gymnastics cameo. It was like after. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I got to sneak on afterwards. That's great. Um, That's legendary. It was cool though. I liked being in front of the camera. Yeah. I don't mind it. Like, I didn't I know they still shot Sesame Street. Honestly, same. Yeah, they still shoot Sesame Street. And they are actually, it's, it's really good. <laughs> I'm going to go, wa- I'm gonna watch it. it. I'm going to watch your episode after this 100%. Like, that's oh, so, no. Yeah, <laughs> we will. yeah, we're going to watch it. Yeah, but yeah, like, like my like sister doesn't really like being in front of the camera. Like, she doesn't mind it, but yeah. like, I, I love it. I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder where that gene comes from, because my sister hates being in front of the camera, too. I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but like, I like it. Maybe it's a you younger like it? sibling thing. I like it. Yeah. Maybe acting just, uh, acting honestly gets me nervous. For like the first like few years that I lived in LA, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take YouTube into acting, and then I was like, yeah, I'm probably just gonna do YouTube because I did a few auditions, and I was just so nervous every time that I just uh, I don't know. I was just like, I, I like you could act a lot better just in front of a camera than you could at an audition. I think that yeah. it's like that's the thing. Auditions you just are weren't, terrifying. Weren't, you weren't. You good still at get terrified over auditions, even though you. Oh, 100%. Performing. Well, I, I auditioned I auditioned for Blue's Clues. <laughs> oh, okay, so because I, I read some things about Blue's Clues and stuff Yeah, like that. I auditioned for it, and I'm pretty sure I choked. Like, really? I I don't know how. I was just so nervous. Yeah. Like, you walk into a room, and the lights are dark, there's a spotlight on you, and then there's a row of, like, 10 people just That just look staring. like you, yeah. kind of. And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> so did you see the other people that were auditioning for the role? Yeah. I and don't it, know. Like, have you been in an audition room? We have. And yeah, there was, like, just one kid who kind of looked like us, but, like, just not really. It's a little 
awkward yeah. because so you're weird. all fighting for the same spot but yeah. you're trying to be nice but also like you really don't care what the other person is doing yeah. as you shouldn't exactly no, no, but yeah. i'm the best version of someone who fits a role that someone like us would fit right. it's such yeah. a weird concept that's yeah. also another thing where it's like judgment is involved you know yeah. what i mean like you're, you're letting someone else tell you if you're good enough right yeah and that's like that's, that's kind of the scary thing about auditioning is that like it, it's mostly stereotypes yeah mm, and yeah. unfortunately like not much of that has changed I actually i started writing a tv show just for funsies like this year i ended up finishing the pilot recently nice. and then like we might pitch it i don't know what's gonna happen with it but like the goal is like no stereotypes yeah. like none of that that's, like that's you know awesome. if we're having whoever it's because they're whoever not because yeah. that's like the po- that's not the plot right yeah um, cause like that's life. You People know, like, are deeper than that stuff too, for mm-hmm. sure. So yeah. 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 Do you have like any aspirations to be on the other side of the camera, like behind it and produce and yeah. cause I you're writing. Of, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I took a screenwriting class for UCLA and oh, I loved it. Nice. I thought it was just so cool being on the other side of it and having like the creative reins that like I could do whatever I want and writer's block sucks. Yeah. Um, I hate sitting there and just staring at the screen. Like it really just hurts your ego a little because oh, yeah. it makes yeah. you feel like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not true, but um, when you're in, like I, I'm sure you get like when you're in the zone for something and it just, it all is like coming naturally, it is so much fun. So yeah, yeah. I, I I don't mind being on either side. I definitely like acting because yeah. I don't know. It just, it feels natural, but I don't rule the other side out either. That's awesome. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, I'm too. I'm too nervous to act. That's okay. Maybe. Do you honestly? Want to? It's just auditioning that turns me off to it the most. But yeah. Yeah. I also acted on. I cameoed on a show once, and I just remember having the worst dry mouth in my entire life. Like I drank about seventeen waters. Like the nerves just sucked. The and and I had. Off I had. Dude, I had a. Fr- I had a sentence to remember. Yeah. And I didn't like. I didn't remember it five times. Yeah. Um. It Sometimes it just ha- literally just happens. There's if there's any casting directors listening to the podcast, cast me for the whatever. It's a good idea. Grayson, you can't no. act. You I'll can write act. you in. Yeah. Yeah. You can't act. You're being, I, say, you're being I got show. you. Yeah. I got you. I can, no I know worries. I can do it. It's just like I don't know. Yeah. YouTube, it's just because I've I've created to be like okay, it's whatever. I do whatever I want on uh, it. Having yeah, having so. creative control, I'm kind of like a control freak. That's why I like directing. This is a great episode. Facts. This was great. Thank you so much, Lori. We appreciate you being here. Yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Feels so good having Jersey around. Jersey pride. We're in Jersey right now. Weird that we're in LA, you know, yeah. we're spiritually there right now. Who would have thought that we would have just ended up at this this table? <laughs> Makes no sense. It, this room has that, crazy vibes. Yeah, does it? Yeah. I don't know if yes. it's on purpose, but yeah. like it's very it's the East Coast mentality. Yeah, that we all have. Yeah, we should yeah. put some like Jersey stuff around. We here. should. I want to yeah. put on for Jersey more, Maybe like a Jersey outline or something. Somewhere. I was thinking about getting a Jersey outline just tatted and like packed yeah. in black right there over that tattoo that I'm getting removed. I, I say, do, I say, do that. Just I'm, Jersey. Just I'm down to get a Jersey tat. Last time we talked, you were gonna get a tattoo. Did you get it? I I didn't yet. Uh-oh. I might actually do it today. Do it. Yes. <laughs> T- literally today. I might do it today. Your first one. I think the second. Should. Second one. We're all in support one, of that. Yeah, I have yeah, one. Yeah, we like, are on super supportive. Where are you thinking about getting it? Yeah, I have no idea. Just get it today. Then. That's us. We never really know what we're doing. We're just like, yeah, we'll just get one. You, yeah. it's, it's just like you were talking about before. It's like you want to strive for perfection. Like you'll never be able to put it in the per- with a tattoo. You'll never yeah. be able to put it in a perfect place. You'll never be, be able to get exactly what you want. It never yeah. changes. So just you know, get it and just let it remind you the time that you got it at. Yeah, I mean the one that I have on my rib, it's like a very tiny olive branch, yeah. and um, I I got it because. Well, for multiple reasons, but the main one, when I was a little kid, my mom was always like, yeah, you know, uh, you're not Lori the gymnast, you're Lori who just so happens to be a gymnast, but I see you as so much more than that. Like, so just don't forget to look into other things. This isn't everything. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And she drilled that into my brain when I was a kid. So that's like my little ode to the Olympics um, mm-hmm. in the sense that like, you know, it originated in Greece. So like the olive branch, like that's the that's crown awesome. type of thing. So it's like a way of that. Um, it's also, I got like six leaves for my family. Um, Greece is my favorite place that I've ever traveled to. It was just beautiful. So like, it's got a lot of like- That's great. Heart yeah. into it. And then the one for over here, I was at a competition, I think it was last year. And I was just like really going through it. And I had not a, not this stranger, but like I guess acquaintance. Like I knew her, but sort of. Um, so it was Tori Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, shout out Gina. She was kind of like, you know, I, I see you now and you're just all like so grown up and you've really blossomed. I mean, you know, I got to give it to you. I'm sure it was a lot that you went through, but you were brave before. I just see you as a dynamite now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to get like brave oh, before I, I dynamite now. I just was like, now. yep, like, go ahead and do that because yeah. that's great. That's yeah. awesome. I love tattoos. Awesome. Like I have to that. do a photo shoot on Tuesday though. So do I just... Just, just send it. it. It's part of you. If you yeah. want it, send it. Yeah. It sounds okay. like it sounds like that's like changed, it impacted you enough to like so, yeah. to yeah. wear it on. You know what I mean? That's important. Yeah. It's good to have the reminder. Are y'all busy? You, anybody want to come and get a tattoo with me? I'll get a tattoo. I'm always out for a tattoo. That's so good. I, we're on sport. We're I'm always freaking out. You gotta get down. your tattoos. <laughs> yeah, right. I got the jersey on me right now. Let's go get oh, it. Right. I want to see the jersey on Let's there. Let's do it. It looks nice. All right, we have some tattoos to go get, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Yeah. And I'm gonna go watch an episode of Sesame Street. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Aww. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch your show, your episode of Sesame Street, for sure. And I'm boycotting Blues Clues for the rest of my life. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> no. You know, I, I already had a little beef with Steve back in the day. I'm not. Yeah. I'm Steve. Not, you know. Paprika. Yeah, Steve kind of like you guys kind of looked a little bit like each yeah, other. Yeah, I felt so like you, I felt like a, you were the better Steve, the younger brother version of him as a kid. He little brother. I always avoided striped sweaters and and just blue dogs. Luckily, there's not many, but. Um, um, yeah, we don't we don't like we don't like Steve. Yeah, okay. no, we don't like Steve. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. This Thanks is awesome. Y'all are great. On. Thank you. You're great. This, this is, is like a such combo. a good podcast. It's so chill and so real. Thank yeah. you. I love that. I'm happy to hear that. We just want it to be chill. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was nice. I'm like, I'm sure y'all have done those interviews that are just so surface level and it's like painful. It's yeah, a little painful. We like to think of our pug as more of like a conversation. Even when we have guests on, like it's it's not so much an interview it's just like a conversation no you know what yeah. i mean and i think that's like a cool way to, to go about it yeah it's awesome well thanks for the compliment because you were great yeah. seriously oh thanks i just talk too much no never <laughs> not at all. never on a podcast you can't talk too much it's impossible yeah. <laughs> it's impossible what well, do we got we got a, we got a uh yeah well, we do this thing where we try to highlight some positivity and, and i feel like that's what that the listen. world needs yeah a, a, a lot more of it it's been made to be like kind of like cheesy thing. cheesy but we're trying to make positivity cool again so we we can't do it alone. Yeah. I yeah. Can. We've been trying to highlight just people that are just like either doing something for themselves or for others, you know. And uh, we have Amanda. And uh, Amanda basically said that she just got a new job as a service worker. Um, and she works at a homeless shelter in Vancouver. And she was just saying her helping individuals through addiction and, and her problems is something that she didn't realize was, a, was an issue before and now. It's all she can think about, basically, and all she wants to do. And basically sh- saying that, like, Sometimes you get older, you don't realize that there's other things going on. And when you when you face them like head on like that, like working with homeless, working with people and addicts, gives you a whole new perspective. And yeah. she was just saying that she's proud of herself for stepping out and doing that. And I think that's important for people to be proud of themselves yeah. too. You can be proud of others, but 
you can give yourself a little credit sometimes when you're doing something that maybe you didn't think you were going to do before. And I think I, I, I love when people step out of that comfort zone. Shout out to Amanda because that takes a, yeah, that's a lot of responsibility too. Yeah. To take I'm on so take emotional on responsibility as well. Like that. So yeah, that's huge. And she basically, and at the end of it kind of says anybody that's on the edge of thinking about helping somebody like that, just do it. And I agree. Like just genuinely go for it. There's yeah. nothing bad that can come out of that ever, mm-hmm. ever, literally ever. So great advice by Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Aww. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. All right, thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Lori, thank you so much for being here again. Last minute. Great episode. Really appreciate it. This is really an amazing great. episode. Let's clap it up for this episode. Thank you. Really great. Um, and we will thank- talk to you guys next Thursday. Yeah. This has been an episode of Deeper with the Dolan Twins. All right. Thanks for watching. Love you. Peace. Bye.